stop and take a trip down on my block when you see hidden potential young minds sharper than pencil and ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is Stitch Cast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome to another edition of Stitch Cast Studio. Today's episode, the Stitch Cast alumni and the new center cabinet will be discussing the issues that plague their city, the solutions they have, and the ideas surrounding their new center. Take a second, check it out. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Hello, everybody. Under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitch Cast Studio. I am your host, Brandon Lewis, and I am accompanied by veteran members of our Stitch Cast. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in Stitch Cast history, for the first time in Story Stitches history, we have our director, Susan Colangelo, on the microphone. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Y'all heard how she sounds. That's how she sounds. If y'all ever wondered how she sounds, that's how she sounds. This is the lady that that's like the boss of everything. So can you can you say one more thing? I'm not the boss of everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's how she sounds for anybody that's ever wanted to know. Anybody that's ever came to an event because she always run from the mics. But we got her this time. All right, now, ladies and gentlemen, um, there are a lot of issues uh, in our city and in inner city. Uh, there are a lot of issues around the world, and we think. We think that we may have an unprecedented solution for these issues. But before we get into that, um, when y'all look at people in the inner city uh, in high crime areas, uh, what do you think the downfall is? Why don't these people just prosper? What, what's keeping them from, from, from escaping their situations? I feel um, it's not a balance. Um, all energy to me is good energy. So... It might people might be in a negative situation or a negative state of mind, but they don't have a light. You know what I'm saying? In that situation, some some place to transmute that energy into something better. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel a lot of people just don't have options, despite the fact that they, they they might be in situations. Those people are people, you know. So so they can they can prosper too, but they just need options. So I feel it's just that options. So, so when you uh, but before we move forward, when when you talk about options uh, or a lack of options, what what do what do options look like to you? When you um, what options, options are they missing? Like, um, after school, for instance, um, I went to Central Visual Performing Arts, and um, there we had Kings of Distinction, or K- KOD. It was a mentoring group um, that was originated by Holloway, Kaylin Holloway. Shout out to him, but um, he gave us an option to build a brotherhood and learn about code switching, learn about um, how to be a servant to the community, uh, how to carry yourself in a different light, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just coming to school every day and dealing with outside, you got to come to school and and and, and um, tell your brothers about your problems and help they mentor you with school uh, work or whatnot. So it was like, that's an example of an option to me, um, a Absolutely. place where... You can, it's like a family, a community, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Instead of just being in the dark with no most help. Of, most of, so you, so, you, so you're definitely saying that there's a there's a lack of positive mentorship. Most definitely. Uh, and, and positive role models, positive uh, reinforcement. Well, not, it don't even just have to be like a, a person or, uh-huh. or, or, or a place. Uh-huh. It's music, um, because music, it lives forever, whether it's in you or just in the earth. It's here yeah. forever, so... A lot of people don't have it. Positive music, you know what I'm saying? Options. So yeah. Felt, felt, felt. So, so, so. When you speak on the balance, you're talking about there's a lack of positivity to balance out the negativity. Yes, sir. Understood. Uh, what about the rest of y'all? What What do y'all think is keeping people from prospering and leaving in the bad situations they're in? Um, I would definitely agree with Tonio. I think he said it perfectly. Um, but just to kind of expound on that, you know, like jobs. That's what an option looks like to me. Or I wouldn't just say a job, but um, work that you can actually enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like if you just have like another warehouse job or something, like it's still 
I don't feel like it's gonna help weigh out that um it's gonna help weigh out the the negative energy, you know, because that environment usually most times is still negative, you know what I'm saying? Um, so just work that's enjoyable. Um kind of like what he said, more after school options for our youth. Um and you know, helping people, you know. Uh, I like that we've started the conversation more about mental health because I literally just had a talk with a friend last night and we were talking about how a lot of things start in your mind, you know, so giving people these options can help liberate them from their their mind, you know, themselves, help them to think more positive about their life and the world that they're in. You know, um, like Tonio said, a light, you know, just giving them these little things, you know, help them make it another day or feel like, you know, there's a means to an end, you know, and they can, you know, support their family or whatever it is their goal is, you know. 100%. 100%. I will also add, I think there's a lack of... uh a lack of knowledge. And that's that's not to say that the people that are stuck in these situations are stupid at all, but just to say that you don't know what you don't know. Right, right. So if you if you never if you never been beyond whatever block you live in or, or or whatever city you live in or whatnot, in a lot of cases it's you you don't know that there's more out there. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of people that uh a lot of people that look like us is, have never left the city. You know what I'm saying? They ain't never left the city. They ain't never been to, to 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 Cali or to a beach or whatever. They don't they don't they don't a lot of people, I think, suffer from a small world mentality, uh, meaning they don't know that the world is a lot bigger than the block that they live on. They've, they've never seen a beach or, or or none of these other things that could, that could be really beautiful. So if they don't know that these things exist, you know what I'm saying? How, how can they know or express that they want these things? You know what I'm saying? That they want something more than the block that they live on. Um, how, do you, how, how do y'all believe that your environment affects your development? Well... It takes a village to raise a child. So everything about your environment affects your growth, whether it's good or bad, you know. Um, some people aren't the same. Some people are in a negative situation and they realize that it's negative and they realize that they don't want that for them for their life and they grow away from it, you know, and build something different. Some people aren't able to recognize something when it's negative because it seems normal to them. You know what I'm saying? So kind of going back to what you said, they don't know what they don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, they don't know like that this is not love. You know what I'm saying? So they don't know to ask for a hug or ask for somebody to just listen. You know what I'm saying? Um, because maybe that's not a normal thing in their home or in their world, you know? Um, so yeah, I think everything about your environment, good and bad, d develops you. Um, and uh, man, uh, Lord was talking about this the just earlier today. Like sometimes when you go through things and something traumatizes you, you don't really realize how deep it traumatizes you until you start like taking time out to see the triggers, you know, and like really getting to know yourself and like, oh, why does this make me? feel like this and you think back well because I was treated like that when I was a kid you know what I'm saying oh I seen people doing this so it makes me think just automatically that I should do that like you know type of thing if that makes sense yep yep 100% so at St. Louis Story Stitches we have this vision of a center we have this vision of a center and what we see is a place where where kids can come to after school. Uh, 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 we see we we see a place that 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 where 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 people can be mentored, where where people uh, can can learn life skills, where they can uh, hone their artistic crafts. Uh, we we see we see recording studios. We even see a trauma center uh, down in the basement with a, a trauma professional that helps uh, that helps traumatized youth to to deal with and unpack their trauma in a way that makes sense because you you it's you can't really deal with something until you understand it you know what i'm saying you don't you don't you know what i'm saying how 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 to 
you know, you 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 let you could be 27 lashing out on somebody about something that you shouldn't be lashing out on them about, and it's connected to something that happened when you was eight years old, and because you never dealt with it when you was eight years old, you've carried it, and 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 now it seeps into other areas of your life. Like trauma is one of those uh, things that's that's really that's a lot more complex than I think people give credit for. Uh, a lot of people, even to this day, before it, actually before we did our podcast on understanding trauma with Dr. Punch, I thought that trauma, I knew about blunt force trauma, physical trauma, uh, uh, being hit so hard that it affects your body in a negative way. I knew about that trauma, and I thought that that's what trauma was, or or that you you had to uh, uh, go through, you had to like get held at gunpoint to be traumatized or something. But even something as simple as uh, being cheated on, or or even even being rejected, how people have a fear of rejected, uh, being rejected, uh, that's because rejection can be traumatizing. And, and 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 what I learned in that podcast was that everybody's traumatized. Everybody, you don't go through life without incurring some sort of trauma and if you don't learn how to understand that trauma and how to deal with that trauma it can shape who you are in a negative way so uh um uh going back to the to our idea of a center ladies and gentlemen i started this podcast by telling you that we believe that we may have an unprecedented solution for problems like this uh would y'all say that there's a correlation between people younger people teens getting in trouble and having too much time on their hands or having a bunch of free time when a youth have too much time on their hands they can really get into a lot of stuff they can meet a lot of people that they don't supposed to meet or be around the wrong crowd that they don't need to be around and that can really hurt or hinder their future absolutely without them even knowing it Absolutely, and, and and we can make some bad decisions when we bored to to cure our boredom. I believe while we were planning for this podcast, uh, Trader, you mentioned, or it might have been Lord, one of you two mentioned that uh, they did they did a uh, study and uh, locked somebody locked they they lock a person in a room with a taser for for hours, and what they found out was that a lot some people would rather tase themselves than be bored. Like, like ju- just to stop their boredom, they decided to tase themselves. You know, so, 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 so we're not, we're not, ta- we're not talking about people like making logical decisions from a logical uh, standpoint. You know, you know, we t- we talking about situations altering your ability to make good decisions. You know, the the the, um, the good books say the idle mind is uh, is the yeah. enemy's playground. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I believe yeah. that. Absolutely, yeah, a hundred percent. I think we can make some uh, some 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 bad things get boring out of boredom. Yeah, it's it's like if you think about it, we a lot of the time live off of stimulus, and so when you're bored, your stimulus is very low. And if you're so used to having a high stimulus, then you're gonna do something that jolts jolts your um your excitement. And, and usually that's most likely something dangerous or something like that because it jolts you really quick and it excites you. And so if an individual is not trained to use a different type of stimulus, they will go for the bad type of stimulus, like eating a bunch of sugar, getting a sugar high. Like that's a that's an example of that. So there are different examples of what people do when they get bored and it can steer really badly, especially if they're not trained to look at it in a... I would say healthy way. A hundred percent. For instance, I'm by myself. This might be time for me to think and collect my thoughts or plan my day. You know what I'm saying? Something like Most that. Most of. Most so, of. Yeah, yeah. yeah so just trade on. So yeah, but it's like okay. Besides doing that, I think it'd be more interesting for me to stroll down social media, or you know what I'm saying, let me go uh go to this party or something, or something like that, or let me just stuff my face in some food. Or watch a scary movie because it all heightens your sense of uh your sense of stimulus and things like most that. Most of, most of, yeah. And so, and so, like trauma, uh, people deal with people. People can deal with boredom in both healthy ways and unhealthy ways. So, 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 when I hear all of this, I think, or or when I hear a story about about a little boy, uh, uh a little boy trying to uh, rob an old lady or something like that, is still in the car. And uh and, and things of that nature, I think about stuff like 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 what what if what if he had a place that he can come to, uh you know a lot of these people a lot of especially when you're born in poverty your your parents are usually at home working 
You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they have to work so much to provide for you that they're not around to raise you or not around to correct bad behavior. And so, uh, and so you kind of got to bump your head and figure it out yourself. Uh, uh, when you have to look out for yourself or when you, uh, first of all, when you have to look out for yourself, it also kind of builds this sense of, I don't know if pride is the right word, but once you, once you, once you've made the decision, like, oh, I got to look out for myself, you almost get offended when other people try to, try to look out for you or when other people say, yo, you shouldn't do that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Especially like, like, like if you're a young black man, you ain't got no father. You know what I'm saying? You feel like, you know, my, you know, my dad, like my daddy not even here. I had to figure this out on my own. You don't get to tell me what to do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, 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 yeah, absolutely. And and I'm not saying that you're wrong for feeling that way. Like, 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 I get why you would feel that way. You're justified in feeling that way, but that can lead down some really dark paths. You know and what I'm saying? It's, it's wild. We speaking on this. Uh, I was just talking to my little cousin um, about this, but he he in a stage right now in his life where he's getting too consumed with the wrong type of. Um, music or knowledge or whatever you want to say and like we were saying there's no balance so it's like it's just heavy negativity so he acts out on that so whatever you hear he acts on that so I was just educating him like hey it's good songs out here man you don't have to switch the genre and go straight gospel you know what I'm saying You, it's it's, it's good old school songs that'll make you feel good you know that feeling so um, that's why I think a lot of stuff is missing not even just music but it, a lot of content um, everything that we consume whether it be on TV or clothing certain stuff that we do and we, we consume is just missing that that um, what's the word I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it, it's missing that um, feeling. You know what I'm saying? That depth to it. Yeah. That it's not shallow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No substance. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. It's, it's superficial. Right. Yeah. yeah. Most it of makes, most it makes sense. It's like if you have been surrounded in an environment that has bad habits, then you will adopt those bad habits. So when you get bored, you may not know this, but an individual will say in their mind, okay, what would my peoples do if they're bored or what would my friends do if they're bored and like what do my peers would do if they're bored and they follow down that path because a lot of the time we are ruled by our habits if we're not conscious of it and so we move from that from that space and so uh, 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 I would say a well put together kid surrounded by the right people for from a, uh, for a lot of time they can steer off to the other way and things like that it's like, you know what I'm saying? You can be a healthy person, but if you drinking little, little dips of poison over weeks and months, you're going to get sick. Yeah, absolutely. 100%, 100%. So this brings me back to the uh, conversation of the center and why we believe that it would be the solution to... Uh, to problems like this, what what if what if what if your what if your cousin and, and and all the hundreds of people like your cousin had a place where they can come to, you know what I'm saying? That was that was a it was a safe place where you weren't being judged but still being helped, you know what I'm saying? You weren't being enabled but still being um but still being understood. You know what I'm saying something like that. What 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 if we had a place that after school, if you did if you did if you did your homework, if you if you showed a report card with all A's, we had a game room that you can go in and go go nuts for a couple hours or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or, or what if we had a place where 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 what what if we had a par, a, a center and a partnership with schools where 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 of kids? I don't I don't know if 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 you if you made the honor roll, we 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 got some sort of award for you, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Some some type of incentive for you to do good. What what if we had some type of award system that 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 kept you on the right track? You know what I'm saying? Or something like that. What what if we had a place like that? And I can't I can't I really can't stop thinking about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's kind of what keeps me um involved and, and, and passionate about the center. So uh let, let's get into that. What what is what is the uh what does the center represent for y'all? So I got two things and it kind of goes back to what y'all was talking about, like with the little kid robbing an old lady, you know what I'm saying? Let's say, for instance, all he needed that day was to just go to a basketball court and shoot around, you know what I'm saying? Just to blow some steam, you know, or play, play a couple games with some guys who he could talk to while he playing a game. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a problem. That's a solution right there, you know what I'm saying? Or... Um, some kids, you know, may be frustrated because, like you said, their parents are trying to provide, 
you know, sometimes their parents working two to three jobs and that still ain't cutting it. You know what I'm saying? So the fridge is empty. So you come to the center, you get to get a snack. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a smoothie bar or something there. Like, you know, we oh, we got pizza today. Just made your day. You going home now, you get to cater to your siblings and you know what I'm saying? Like, try to help them with their homework, you know, do more positive stuff. Like you said, like serving your community, you know what I'm saying? I don't think people realize like <clears throat> exactly what our community is. We think like, oh, going to like charities and no, it's like literally your community is like who you are connected to, like, you know, right then and there. And so I think just having like small solutions help like bigger problems, you know what I'm saying? Um, just giving youth these little resources, like it's one thing that I wish I had more of um, that I think the center would be good for is prepping youth for college way before or for even if they don't want to go to college, but after high school, way before their junior and senior year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like showing them other career paths. Like, okay, if you want to be an artist, this is where you need to start. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, like as we do these shows and as you do these performances, let's make sure that we putting this on your resume. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like different things like that, I think will help our youth a lot more. Um, and so that when they turn 18, they don't feel lost, you know, and just feel like, well, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm just going to experience that. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, just going to work a job. And I guess this, I don't know, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, that's literally it. That. Yeah. Most of yeah, I think I the center, to me, to, the center would be like a like a oasis in the in the desert <laughs> that, you know, is needed. Um, and like you were saying, a kid can come there and that could be the the point where he say instead of doing this bad deed or whatnot i'm gonna go here and that positive energy would not only take over the kid but it is gonna take it's gonna come home you know what i'm saying like you said the kid might um interact with their parents a little different or you know it, it, it'll just impact the community. It won't just impact that child, but because it's impacting that child, it's going to impact the community because it's going to impact his immediate surrounding or her immediate surrounding. So, yeah, it's like Oasis. Most of, 100%. Mm, I would say it's a snow... Uh, to me, it's like a snowball. You know what I'm saying? It, it helps one individual, and then that individual is now within a network with other individuals, and then the spiral effect keeps happening. So... With the center, it's going to be this thing that is constantly cascading out uh, further into the community through the bottom up because it's dealing with the uh, the children first. It's dealing with the uh, the uh, younger generation first, and so they will be able to see another path of going about things. Because a lot of the time, it's just you just need to see something different. Because if if I would have never went overseas and, and saw Germany, I would never known it existed. I would have just saw it on postcards, but me actually seeing her, feeling it and things like that, that changed my perception. And that's the same thing with an individual going to a place like that, an oasis in a desert. You see that an oasis is possible and then you see an oasis is possible within you and you can bring that oasis home and then they can bring it to their job. Their mom, dad can bring it to their job. And so it spirals from there and it becomes this snowball effect with just that one, uh, that one center because it is it becomes the center it becomes the heart it becomes like the sun that radiates on the darkness of the earth it becomes this beautiful thing that people can see that there is actually light in this place where they may have thought there's hopelessness so it's definitely something that uh is needed and it will if it doesn't work on the individual that that first time bit by bit it will crumble the way that they see the world because they will be forced to reevaluate not everybody's bad there is a place for me and that will change them and everyone around them Okay, hey, let's make sure we uh, we clip that. Boy, I had to, I had to. Uh -huh. that. I was, was just shed That was a freestyle poem by Trayvon. <laughs> Let me piggyback. He said the the sun that rises on the. 
Go ahead, bro. All right, let me piggyback. Like he said, everybody ain't bad. So, like, out of that group of, like, bad kids, it's always that one kid that's not really bad. They uh-huh. just around, around, you know, to the wrong crowd. Most of Or want to fit in. But once that person, like, put it, like, change their mindset and they still miss, you know what I'm saying, be gone and still going to the center, it's going to cause the effect to the group. Like, okay, yeah, so what you, they doing? Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? Why they going there? You know what I'm saying? They Are they too cool for us now? All right, then, it, you know what I'm saying, it slowly start dragging kid by kid, and then they still going to the point that all the stubborn, you know, the stubborn uh, individuals start to come, and then their mindset start to change, and then now the community is changing, so like y'all said, within as a whole now. Most definitely. Most definitely, for sure. Can so, I say something real yeah, quick? Sure. Too, with that, I think, you know, with us having such a, like, firm foundation, I think it's good for youth that uh, come in um, because when they see us and how we treat our things, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't just do whatever. Like, we not getting computers to mess up the keyboard. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, uh, it, that too will force them to like, okay, well, yeah, yeah like, well, let me act yeah. like I know how to use this thing, right? Like, Most you know what I'm saying? And it, uh, and like when their friends do come in, you'll see them taking ownership. Like, hey, don't do that. Right. Most of Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this ain't because they like to be there. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? And it's dear to them and it's near to them. And they don't want nobody messing it up. Right. So, you Most know, that. just already having that culture and setting that standard for them, I think is a big thing. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So imagine five, 10 years in the future. What 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 if there what if there are two centers? You know what I'm saying? What if there are three centers? What 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 if we've created something that could be replicated, and and it, and it's five centers across the city of St. Louis? You know what I'm saying? What if Kansas City take note? Like yo, how y'all do that? We want to put a center over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What 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 if this becomes something that spreads that impacts more and more people? And it's possible. Exactly. Most stuff. Uh, Missy, what does the center represent to you? The center is your vision, all of your vision. I remember I was telling them before you got here, Emira, that I remember when you were leading that meeting there when it was jam-packed in here when the center idea was kind of born. And y'all haven't let it go. You've been driving Story Stitchers, building Story Stitchers, every one of you right, right here are senior leaders and Story Stitchers, and you've been putting your time and energy and effort into it. And you have a vision that can release the city from the violence that's crippling us. And you're at, what I hear you saying is, I think, and I think you all take too much responsibility, young people in general, on yourselves for what you don't have. The experiences that you don't have are in some ways the fault of the adults and me included, we're not investing enough in the young people and in the youth serving programs. You should have more experiences. You should have more technology. You should have Wi-Fi everywhere. You should have a lot of things that you, you don't have. But the center is your way to create, you see a vision where it's really creative youth development, allowing the arts to allow you to get soft job skills, to have friends, to have safe places to gather, to listen to the music that you know changes your lives and will change, you know, you'll remember the music of this time of your life forever. That's the way our brains are built. So all those things, you know, heal you, heal me and can heal the city. And I think your vision to create your pilot program and then expand it, multiply it, is it makes perfect sense to me. Y'all make perfect sense to me. I see what you're saying. I I do think the next step, which is what we're charging you with now, is to find your voice and learn to use it in a more firm way with leaders. They need to invest in youth programs. This is a good idea. It's a good program. But if it's just me telling them that, it could never happen. If it's this group right here, you know, asking to see the mayor, making your case, 
or you know whoever it is you need to see, that is way more powerful. You know, I'm always telling you, you are so powerful on camera, on microphones, in person, and you know it and you feel it when you're performing how people react to you. The same thing's going to happen when you go into that corporate boardroom. With You have your vision strong. So the center cabinet in this series of podcasts, we want you to further define your vision so that when you do step into those boardrooms where you know, we, we need cash to do this. I think this is a million dollar a year budget to get it fully up and running and staffed. Every time I do the budget, it comes out between 750 and a million dollars by the time you get everything you need. Because you're working with youth, you know, we want to work with more justice involved youth. We need to have seriously culturally relevant mentors. You want to have, you know, help with trauma, which... You know, almost all the youth that we serve have some kind of trauma. So I think that's smart. Um, we're working with Dr. Punch and the T on that. We're really happy to be working with that. But this idea where you're all going to think about and discuss and bring guests in and really refine your vision for the center is going to help you help me get you the money that you need to make it run. And I hope you all get full-time jobs there and I hope you take it over and run it. You're all old enough and and mature enough to do that. And I think you're the best advocates for your vision. And I'm really proud of you, all of you. Thank you, that support is needed. Snap, snap. Hey everybody, you know what time it is. It's time for our Pick the City Up art interlude featuring an original piece by St. Louis Story Stitches Artist Collective called Who's Ready? Yeah. Uh, I've been drowning in sorrow-filled water fountains Not asking for pity parties, no pardon partners around And I've calculated the odds, but what good is no one to count When I count it up, count it down, I've already been counted out It don't matter, show too much of my valor Give up at hard times, I haven't, but from the data I've gathered Rumor has it, the captured act like they captors The captors act like they captured They never been down with movement unless the movement is backwards But I'm ready City and I see it is in trouble. Instead of facing each other, they out here facing muzzles. People dropping left or right, I'm seeing families crumble. We gotta help each other, cause we're all part of the struggle. While we hurting each other, I look and I see double. There's so much hurt and hopelessness that lies beneath the rubble. But if we set aside the differences, we can make change. We just gotta be humble, make our way through the rain. Cause I don't know about you, but I'm tired of seeing pain. The gang banging the gold, gun violence is beyond lane. If we're not trying to save our city, then we're living in vain. Cause people out are taking lives like it's a video game. What I'm saying is and make believe cause anything is possible and if we work together we can obliterate these obstacles so put the gun down get up and join the movement cause there's strength in numbers so let's get to it we ready we ready we ready for the Put the gun down, stop aiming at our heads Don't put us in the dirt, feel 
feeling like to talk it on A story stitch a shirt, but okay. we can talk it out We, we should talk, talk it out. out Listen, shh, can't you hear our voices now uh-huh. singing We should overcome any stereotype Not the ones to conform, but to give off light We have the power in our hands, so We the people need to vote The biggest generation has the hardest time Trying to cope with pain Seems like every other day it rains in my hood But somehow we're still singing that it's all good It's not black on black crimes Got our city in the prime of its worst time I'm hurt time, cause we flirt time with a beast Instead of slang alive, think I'm playing about the streets Don't give up on this now, this is something so unique It's time for revolution, no more violence. Put down the gun, we will not be silent. It's time for revolution. We ready, we ready, we ready for violence to stop. To stop. Get ready, get ready, get ready for change to come. To come. Who's ready? We ready, we ready for revolution. Who's ready? Who's ready? We ready, we ready for the violence to stop. Who's ready? We've talked about in a lot of ways, uh, different ways that the center would benefit people. How does the center benefit you personally? You personally, you personally. What's the personal benefit that you get? Um, I believe it's our duty. Just like Missy was just saying, as a as you get older or as an adult, it's your job to nurture the generation that's coming up and train them in the way they should go, you know? Um, so I would be doing what I'm supposed to do. like. I feel I already benefited by knowing the knowledge I know. Now it's wisdom because I've been through something with that knowledge, so I'll be able to give them this wisdom. Um, I'll be able to be the big brother that I didn't have, um, stuff like that. So um, it's not too much. I wouldn't say I'm too focused on the benefit that I receive, but I'm able to give, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah. Most of, 100%. What about y'all? I would say for me, well, I go by trade on inspires. So with this center, I will be doing what I love doing, which is inspiring people, which is putting my being into other people so that they can learn to be themselves. Because in St. Louis, there are a lot of individuals that wish to be themselves, but we are often not giving them the space to do so. We often um, say, be quiet, you're too young. We often don't give people their voice and we take it away. And so with this center, I will be able to be an example of what it looks like to use your voice in a powerful way and teach other people how to do the same thing. Because once you are able to master your voice, your mind, your imagination, then you can create whatever you want. You can do whatever you want and you can have an idea, sit in a room with a bunch of peers in your age and have an idea, I wanna create this and make it reality like we're gonna make this center reality. It's the same thing as possible for anybody else, but it takes a person having that space and then being willing to see something different and be something different. So for me, it will give me the opportunity to be somebody that inspires all types of people, young, old, and be able to be within my truth and teach other people how to be within theirs and just see people blossom. Basically what the center will do for me personally, I kind of go by right now, the past, present, and future. So I take what I learned from my past, regardless if it was relationship, family, regardless, you know what I'm saying, career, regardless. I take all them past experiences, I fuel in my current present, you know what I'm saying? So I nurture it, let it soak in, I marinate in it. And then I push it towards the future. You know what I'm saying? The future is a new gen, Gen Z. So for me personally, I'm, I just want to give back. You know what I'm saying? I've done it. I basically accomplished everything I already did that I wanted in my life already. So now I'm at the stage where it's like, well, I'm 25 now, so I might as well give back. And that's what I've been feeling in my heart lately, just to give back, give people the opportunity, show people, you know what I'm saying? They give, just basically give them that exposure to something they never seen before or never heard before. Just show that it's possible. Anything you can think of or dream of can be reality. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of us are testimonies of that. You know what I'm saying? People want to be a rapper, want to be a dancer, hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. We are living, you know what I'm saying? We are living, breathing versions of that. And that's why I feel like kind of strong and powerful about it. I can just give that back to somebody that's 17, 16 and show like, you on your way there. Here's the steps, here's the tools, here's the resources to get you on your way. So by the time you get to my age, you know what I'm saying? St. Louis will have an even bigger list of, you know what I'm saying, known names around the world instead of just being locally. 100%. Yeah, most definitely, man, most definitely. I think uh, similar to what y'all are saying, for me, the, the, the benefit, the personal benefit is uh, knowing that I was a part of something that has such a profound impact on, on so many people. You know what I'm saying? It, it feels good to be a part of something that's bigger than yourself naturally, but especially if this goes as far as we want to take it, you know what I'm saying? To, to, to be able, if I, if I don't do nothing else, you know what I'm saying? To be able to say that, yo, I helped push the center forward. That's, 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 a, that's, a, big deal. that's a big deal to me. You know what I'm I would have loved to have had some type of version of this coming up. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I wasn't one of those kids that needed it as bad, but I definitely grew up with people that could have used something like this. You know what I'm saying? Who, whose futures may have been a lot brighter if they had something like this. You know what I'm saying? Even people that people that I went to high school with that are gone already. You know what I'm saying? It's, some, it's something that's locked up for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Something that... Something that I, I, got, I got a friend that I went to high school with that got locked up and then died in jail under mysterious circumstances. And he was always a little bit of a, um, for lack of a better word, class clown. You know what I'm saying? He was always the funny dude. He, he actually uh, got expelled from the school for uh, getting caught smoking in the bathroom. But so, so, so there was always a little bit of edginess to him. But I feel like people like that need guidance, you know what I'm saying? Especially coming up, you know what I'm saying? They need guidance. They don't need people to give up on them. You know what I'm saying? They're not getting the support that a lot of us get. I was fortunate enough to, to, to be born into a family that does a really good job of loving people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they, they, they're amazing. At it, you know what I'm saying? Every, anytime somebody from the family bring a new girlfriend or a new boyfriend, they gonna get loved on for sure. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing that you don't have to worry about if you come into one of my family functions, you gonna get loved on. But I've learned, especially after moving out and meeting more people, that everybody wasn't fortunate enough to have that. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's a, um, I, was, there, I, was, I was privileged in that way. You know what I'm saying? There's a, there's a privilege that comes with being raised on love instead of being raised in survival. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I feel like I, I feel like it's, it's it's my duty to like love people properly. You know what I'm saying? And show people what what a healthy love looks like. You know what I'm saying? And some people are so damaged that when 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 you try to be genuine with them, they 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 feel like it's it's like it's almost like too good to be true. Like they feel like yo, you got to be hiding something. There has to be an ulterior motive. What do you want from me? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, I don't want nothing. I don't need nothing from you. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I'm good over here. You know what I'm saying? But but some people have never experienced such a genuine love. They've only ever experienced people being nice to them when they needed something from them or wanted something from them or was trying to scheme them or something in some, some way, shape, or form. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I recognize that. So so that's the personal benefit for me. You know what I'm saying? Like Similar to what you said, being able to give back, you know what I'm saying? I recognize that I was privileged enough to be born into the family that I was born into. I didn't choose my family. I played no role in it. I was just born into into a very, very loving family and everybody doesn't have that. So I feel like I need to be dispersing that, you know what I'm saying? Like like I need to be putting that out into the world. So that would be my, uh, my personal benefit. Um, what about you, E? Honestly, since like day one, I just want to see my community thrive. Um, that's the big picture to me. Like for me, it would be amazing to see the center go to different cities, you know, but always first you got to take care of home. You know what I'm saying? And to 
have any type of impact on the city like how we already have and to have a greater one would put like a really big smile on my heart I feel like so that's really my end goal is to just have something um for the community to be able to thrive you know and see the next generation do better than the last most deaf most These definitely. are some very selfless answers, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are some, ain't, ain't, ain't not one person said, oh, yeah, I could put this on my resume and whatever I'm trying to get it. But, I mean, iron does sharp, sharpen iron. So, if we teaching these little kids or the youth, some type of way we going to learn something from them, you know? Like me, I plan on having a family, so I might be able to learn how to, you know, um, treat a child. You know have what I'm patience. Saying? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it helps with developing your inner child too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and then like once you, if you teach something, you learn it that much more better. Like when you teach somebody, you learn it again. Let's be clear though, the center is for teens and young adults. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm sorry. The youth that are coming of age that are often not as, there aren't after school programs Yeah, I was going to say the them. good thing is that we're not too far from their age. Well, I feel kind of old. This man. <laughs> the other thing is you all like are very, sister. very good at engaging and teaching younger youths and mentoring younger youths as you're mentoring, being mentored yourselves. The other thing I want to say is, you know, I say, I say I think it's a million dollar budget, but when you look at national grants, which you are getting, you have two National Endowment for the Arts grants in a row for Stitchcast Studio. That's an incredible feat in media arts. That is so competitive. The Lewis Prize for Music, half a million dollars to help you open your center. That was highly competitive. And you're in a cohort of amazing organizations across the country. I mean, you, you could land a large national grant. If you can get your pilot up and running, that would help you multiply it. The pilot is the key thing. Like Youth Speaks out in San Francisco that were a part of that consortium, they got a $4 million Ford Foundation grant that helped them help other organizations across the country lift up youth voices. And then they staffed up and they never, been, they never looked back. You know, so it, it, it happens fast. As you know, from the Lewis Prize, it's like riding a rocket, you know, once it happens. So, you know, you got to trust your vision is sound and right and just keep refining it and refining it. Refine your language, refine the vision, communicate with me because I'm writing it down and asking people for money for it. So this is partly getting you on record and also, it's like, you know, how we did the book, Not Another One, with your first discussion. And Mary, you were you and Teron led that discussion in that now it's a book, a play, an album, a curriculum. It's a whole package. The center can be that. You can teach other youth in other cities by recording what you're doing. And we can put it in a book and we can say, look, you want a center? The first thing you do... What is the first thing you do? You start meeting regularly and talking about it. KP and I use that. It's a social justice art trick. Start meeting and talking about it and something will happen. Anytime you're trying to change something. That's how Story Stitcher started. Wow. When we didn't have a place to meet, we, we just m made a place and we just started meeting regularly. And within three weeks, we were at Cranesburg Arts Center. Any mirror walked in the door shortly after. Like, that's how you make things happen. And that's what you're going to do right now. But now you have integrity recording you, so it's even better. Because now it'll be easier to put it in that book. <laughs> we won't have to write it. We could just do reverb. <laughs> An audio book. Yeah. For sure. For sure. It's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's like the butterfly effect. Where... Yeah. What is I've been walking down memory lane for like two days where I'm telling you, just sitting back looking at everything from story stitchers to just me. But 
It's crazy, man. It's like you gotta you gotta look at where you came from to know who you are in a sense. Cause you might lose who you are. Yeah, it don't have nothing to do with the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Phil, Phil, we dropped it. It kinda games. does though, because you could change who you are too. Yeah. yeah. You, young people could change just by then just like a little bit of help. A little bit of help, even just a safe place to go and make a new group of friends could change and rock their world. 100%. So let's do it, y'all. Let's do it. Uh, we've actually went through all of my questions. So does anybody have any remarks before we close out? I do have a quote I'll leave everybody with. It's paraphrased, kind of, but I forgot what book it was in, but it was, my ideals are waiting to be incarnated, but unless I match my inner speech and action to be uh, the speech and fulfilled desire, they are incapable of birth. Wow. Wow. I heard that. I heard that. Yo, that ideal is, uh, oh, I heard it. Yes, snaps. That ideal is actually uh, echoed uh, in different cultures. Uh, uh, like Christians would say, faith without works is dead. What if it's not enough to think about it or the one that you have to actually do things? So yeah, most of, I don't know what like other cultures call it, but yeah, I know that it's echoed throughout uh, multiple cultures. So sure, for sure, good quote, good quote. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio and our first episode in our series talking about the center. We hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you found it insightful. If you're in between the ages of 16 and 24 and you're wondering how you can become a part of our Stitchcast family or if you're artistic, you take pictures, uh, videography, you sing, dance, draw, rap, whatever it is that you do. If you're in between the ages of uh, 16 and 24, especially if you live in St. Louis City and you want to come to a place where you can home those crafts where you can learn life skills and even eventually get paid for your art hit us up go to storystitches.org that's also where you can find out where we're going to be next what we have going on where we're performing next where when when's the next dance battle when's the next live podcast uh you can find all that information at st louis storystitches.org i'm sorry at storystitches.org uh that being said i've been your host brandon lewis and we out thanks y'all Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that, but you already knew that. Let that be them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.